0: What is up everybody? I'm so excited about this podcast, this episode that you're about to listen to. This is a sermon from my wife, Ashlyn Zimmerman, that she preached to our youth at our winter retreat, which is a weekend for our youth and our hyphen. And she crushed it. It's so powerful and so anointed and it was her first time preaching. And so I wanted to throw it up on this podcast and let you hear it and just be blessed by it it does start a few minutes after she began so apologies there but listen to it share it post it wherever let god bless you through my wife's ministry in jesus name so without further ado i'm jerry zimmerman and this is why i'm apostolic go deeper. He's wanting us to grow deeper spiritually. And I want to give some application to this process. I feel like we don't always hear the process. We say go deeper, go deeper, but how do we get there? Right. Okay. So I want to talk about that. Right. Um, and I want to talk about my process along with it. All right. um, I've been going through this process of trying to go deeper. I have such a strong desire to go deeper in the things of God. And I've never felt an urgency like I felt in this past year to go deeper. Yeah. I know He's calling me to go deeper and to further consecrate myself, and I believe that He's calling this whole group to do it as well. All right. Um, I want to talk about what really um, kicked this all off for me. Um, I started reading this book, and a lot of people had talked about it, um, and we were talking with Tara one day about it. she said about it but I knew that I wanted to read this book whatever was in this book I wanted to read it so I started um, reading this book Jerry has talked about it it's called maintaining divine operation it's by Eli Hernandez. it is a fantastic book Um, I know some of you have read it already but if you haven't get it and if you need help getting it come talk to us you need to read this book for those who haven't read it, it's a transcription of Classic by Brother Hernandez. Um He was speaking to the young people at his church. Um, he felt that God put it in his spirit to talk to the young people about what he had learned over his years um, in order to propel them to go deeper in the things of God right. and to maintain divine operation. Um, maintaining divine operation just simply means walking in the spirit so that God can use you anytime, anywhere that he wants to. Um, Brother Hernandez works in the prophetic. His sermons are very powerful and very eye-opening. If you watch him, you will learn a lot of good stuff. Um, Ever since reading this book, I've been trying to go deeper, applying this book. I've read a lot of things um, in this process. I've added a lot of things, too, but everything I've done has been intentional. Um, um, It's been for the sole benefit of going deeper in the things of God. Yeah because I want to get closer to him. Yeah. In this book, our soil, or our spirit is referred to as our soil. And just like a plant that grows outside, it can't grow if its soil is contaminated. Yeah. If there's a toxin or a poison in that soil, it will not grow. And if it does grow, it's going to grow at a much slower rate, and it's never going to reach yeah. its full potential. It's right. right. So just like a plant not being able to grow in the soil that is contaminated, we cannot grow. We cannot go deeper. If our spirit is contaminated, if we're constantly inputting worldly things into us, we cannot grow. Some things that contaminate our soil are the movies we watch, TV, music that doesn't glorify God, video games, swearing, social media, fornication, idolatry, and constantly being around people who do those things and speak those things and speak it into our spirit. all yeah. of these things contaminate our soil and there's many more. Yeah. They prevent us from reaching our full potential right. in God's kingdom. Yeah. God has called us to do great things. Some things that He's called us to do may even seem scary. This is something that's scary to me. I never thought I'd be up here speaking in front of people. But God has called me to do it. So here I am. He's yeah. asking me to do things. He's asking me to do certain things and I have faith. Yeah. And that's why I'm here speaking to you guys. I'm not the only one but that has calling to go deeper. That's right. He's calling this whole group to consecrate themselves. Right. We've seen this in our youth services. God is operating in our yeah. services. And there's a few select people that He's using to operate, and that's because they've been obedient. Mm-hmm. It's because they've been right. in their prayer closet when everyone else is asleep because they have a desire to go deeper in the things of God. All right. yeah. God sees it and He honors it. He honors God honors it, right? He does, and He wants to use all of us, but we have to be obedient. Part of being obedient is getting rid of things that he's asked you to do. Mm. And part of my process has been getting rid of some things. All they did was take away time that I could spend with him. Mm. Right. Um, some things that I started, we started getting rid of um, movies and TV. We don't watch them, yeah. they just input stuff in our spirit that's not pleasing to God. Right. There's a spirit attached to everything. Yeah. That spirit is either of God or of the devil. Those are the only options. Yeah, we don't watch movies. We don't listen to music that doesn't glorify God. There's Christian artists that we don't even listen to because we don't feel the presence of God in them. Social media. This is a tough one that God has asked me to give up. Um, social media is where all of our friends are at. It's where we go for affirmation sometimes. It feels good to have people like your pictures. Right, yeah. It releases a hormone in your brain. It's called dopamine. It deals with pleasure. It's the same dread That's released when people do drugs. Yeah. It makes you feel good. And yeah. social media, having your pictures like, does the same thing. Mm. So I gave it up. Social media became the first thing I did every day. It's the thing that I did before I went to bed. And I did it in between. But God com- convicted me about it. He said that I want you to spend time with me when you first wake up. Yeah. I want you to spend time with me before you go to bed. And I want you to spend time with me and talk with me throughout your day. Yeah. So I gave it up. I gave it up. The next thing that God asked me to do is really tough. <laughs> Alright. How many of you guys like to sleep? <laughs> Anybody like sleep? You may not, you the tree, but I love sleep. Uh, Jerry um, used to ask me when we first got married, how much do you love me? And I'd go back and forth between two things. Either I love you more than I love coffee, because I love coffee, or I love you more than I love sleep. Mm-hmm. Nothing more that I love more than Jesus and my family. And after that, go to sleep. I think it's the best So when God God started urging me to get up early, to spend time with him, I tried it for a while and it wasn't working well. So um, one night I just told God, wake me up when you want me to get up. Whatever time you wake me up, I'm going to do it. I'm going to honor it. So um, that morning I woke up. (laughs) 5.36 (laughs) a.m. Yeah, it was really great. Um, I questioned it. Lord, you really want me to get up this early? I was like, I'm not going to be able to function. But the um, <laughs> Lord didn't respond. He did not answer that. So um, I learned from Brother Hernandez that um, God doesn't respond, is because the answer hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't want to repeat himself. Yeah. <laughs> so I started getting up. I tried my best every morning at 5.36 a.m. Now that is far. I struggled with that. Mm-hmm. I still struggle with it. I still try to do that, but I struggle. Um, but I do. St- I do notice that when I do wake up and spend the time with him, yeah. my whole day is changed. That is when I hear from him the most. When he can mm-hmm. input his word into my spirit, right. that's when I get it the most. I started inputting his word in my spirit every day. In this time, mm-hmm. I started talking with him more every day. I listened to sermons every day to input his word in my heart. I didn't get on social media, didn't watch entertainment. I don't even watch things on YouTube anymore because I was doing these things and it was just contaminating my soil. I couldn't hear from God the way that He wanted me to. Mm-hmm. If God wanted to use me in a service, there was so much junk that yeah. He had to go through before I could even realize what He wanted to do. Mm-hmm. This is what happens we go through our week, we input junk into our spirit, yeah. and then we come to church service. We go through three worship songs, and we still can't feel Him. We just start to get into His presence. And then the preaching comes. Maybe we get something from it. Maybe we don't. Altar call comes. And hopefully we can get to a place where God can operate through us. But I want to propose to you, what if we could get to a place where God could operate through us at any time? Where he didn't yeah. have to wait through a whole service just yeah. so we could get a little taste yeah. of what right. he wants to do. What yeah. if we could really the everyday yeah. junk yeah. so that we didn't have to work so hard to get through it every Sunday, every Wednesday, every Saturday? What if we are always in a level where God could use us and where we are sensitive to His Spirit? Amen. What if we can be in divine operation at all times? Yeah. Think of how far we would be in our services. Think of the things we can see, the miracles we can see, the healings, the signs, the wonders, things that we've imagined, seeing oh, but God. never have. Mm-hmm. The things that we've never even imagined seeing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Our friends being saved, yeah. our yeah. coworkers being saved. Yeah. We will see it at such a mighty scale yeah. Yeah. if we consecrate ourselves, yeah. if we go deeper yeah. and obey the Once we begin to rid the ungodly things from our lives and begin inputting godly things because we have to replace it with something. We have to replace it with godly things. Then we will begin to experience operations of the Holy Ghost like we never have before. Right. I believe that's so from God. Yeah. A new sense of urgency will be activated in your spirit. God will begin to operate through you in ways that He never has that's before. Right. That's right. He'll begin with small things to see how you respond. Yeah. And once He knows, He can trust you with those small things. Know he can trust to do bigger things. That's right. Jerry said it recently first comes rain, then comes growth, then comes harvest. Yeah. We're seeing the rain, so that next step is growth. And right. I believe that we are entering into a season of growth yeah, you know. so that we can enter into a season of harvest. Yes. Right. That's right. I believe that. Yeah. I felt such an urgency. For souls lately, I have such a burden for souls, and it only came once I started getting my mm-hmm. spirit warm to tune with <laughs> God. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I began to see people in a whole new way. Yeah. Each person is a soul, That's and right. their soul is going to end up in either one of two places one yeah. day. It's either going to end up in heaven or in hell. That's yeah. it. I started to realize in our services the joy that I felt in God's presence. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've begun to feel God so strongly in our services. Yeah. And the only reason i began to feel them so strongly is because I began to get rid of things that contaminate my soul, mm-hmm. my right. spirit. It's so much easier to feel His presence when there's not so many contaminants that That's he right. has to go through. Yeah. Right. When we're in service, worshiping God together as a body, I feel such a presence. That's of joy. right. Yeah. It's yeah. my favorite place to be. At. Yeah. I love it the way that I feel when we are all worshiping our God Absolutely. together. And it hit me one day, Yeah. not everybody gets to experience that joy Mm, that we get to experience. We get to experience it on a weekly basis. We have it with us every day. But not everybody gets to feel that same joy, the joy that you feel, that we feel when we're in the presence of the Almighty. Mm. I want to go and read um, from Mark. Nine thirty seven through thirty eight and it's also said again in Luke ten two. It reads, The harvest truly is great. Yeah. It is plentious, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth laborers send into labor. his harvest. Oh. Jesus said the harvest is great. It is plentiful. There's so many people that need to be saved. Yeah. And while I do believe that we should pray for the harvest. He did not instruct us in this verse to pray for the harvest. All right. The harvest is ready. Right. But instead, he said to pray for the laborers. Pray for the laborers. That they would go and harvest the field. There are few laborers. Those who are willing to witness to the harvest. Yeah. Those who are willing to tell people about a Savior. Those who are willing to tell them about Jesus, that they are few. Jesus. You, as young people, and all of us, are laborers of the harvest. We have spoken about an end-time harvest, an end-time revival, but it's not going to happen without us. That's right. We are the laborers. It's not going to happen without the laborers going out and working the harvest field, without us going out and sharing the love of Jesus with people, with our friends, our co-workers, and people we meet randomly. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but there's not a lot of joy in this world like I spoke about. Suicide rates are higher than they have ever been. The rate of people being depressed and lonely is higher than it has ever been. There is a lack of joy in this world because there is a lack of Jesus in this world. They don't know Jesus. We may be going through things, but we still have joy because we know the one who made us. doing what we have to do to that's get through right. the day. Yeah. We want to stay under the radar and we hope that nobody God. talks to us yeah. about why we look a certain way. Yeah. Or why oh, yeah. we talk, or Come don't on. talk a certain way. Yeah. That was me. I don't know if that's any of you, but that that's was me. Yeah. Yeah. Some of us look in act one way at church and another outside of church. Yeah. That way we don't get stares. We don't get the uncomfortable questions. Why we wear skirts. Right. Why we wear modest clothing. Why we don't swear. Why we don't go to parties. Yeah. Yeah. The list goes on. Yeah but how else will they know how will they know know? how else will they know that we have something something romans 1 16 says for i am not ashamed of the gospel of christ i do not want to ashamed of living for God to the point where I have to hide who I am yeah. when I yeah. go anywhere other than the church. We are going to have to start getting uncomfortable. That's right. We are going to have to start reaching people. If you don't reach them, who will? Who will? The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Jesus. I want to be a part of oh, yeah. this end-time harvest. I want to be a laborer. God has oh, oh. each of you to be a laborer. We had about a month ago. We didn't have many people there. Um, We didn't have any preaching that night. We had worship and we had altar call. And Jerry gave direction for everyone to place their phones on the altar to sacrifice them and use them for advancing God's kingdom rather than using them for things that will hold us back spiritually, things that will contaminate our Uh soil. Our phones can be a weapon but they can also be our destruction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe that there is a spiritual door open at that service. Mm. And those who laid their phones down and oh, walked yeah. sacrifice and meant it. Yeah. I believe they walked through that yes. door that night. Oh. On the other side of that door was a deeper level of oh, consecration. Wow. With that comes the potential for deep God is looking for young people who are going to give up some worldly things and some ungodly things for the sake of going deeper and maintaining divine operation. To be ready and available at any time, to do what the Spirit tells you, whether it be to participate in tongues and interpretation, or pray for your friends at school. God is calling us to go deeper so that we can reach this world. Will you listen? Will you obey? Will you reach your friends? Will you reach your family? Will you let go of some things so that we can see things that we've never seen before? Will you let go of some things so that God can operate through you? Will you spend time with Him at the beginning of your day? Will you pray, God make me a vessel oh, so that you can use me? Yeah. Will you seek Him even when those around you are not? Will you put down the video game controller when God nudges you to intercede? Come on, with some, uh, come on.